Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cosmic Cafe, the companion podcast for thecosmiccircus.com. I'm Isla Ruby and we have a fun episode for you today. We're talking with the team behind Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed and we have two special guests for you. We have Jared Gerritsen and Sophia Leader. They were a joy to speak with, so without further ado, here's our interview. Enjoy! So, hi, I'm Isla Ruby. I'm a writer for the Cosmic Circus, and I have uh, Jared Gerritsen and uh, Sophia Leader from Ilphonic here with me today, and we're here to talk about Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Um, can you guys tell me a little bit about yourselves? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, hi, Isla. Thanks for having us. My name's Sophia. I'm the audio lead at Ilphonic. Um, I've been here for coming up to about three years, and um, yeah, we just kind of look after everything audio-based, you know, sound design, dialogue, music, everything like that. So, yeah. Oh, come on, Sophia. You're being, you're being modest. Before that, <laughs> you've worked on a ton of stuff. You could talk about that a little bit. And okay, you're so before, before I used to work at Pinewood Studios and I worked on um, a bunch of films. I came from originally from film background and moving into um, games. I just love the idea of working in games because it's so much more fun from a sound design perspective. And I love playing games as well so um always wanted to get into the game side of things and uh yeah worked on some some big titles I was very lucky to work on some nice fun big titles before working at Elphonic as well but yeah and then I'm Jared Gerritsen I'm the chief creative uh been at Elphonic for uh quite a few years joined uh when we were uh when when F13 was finishing up and worked on Predator and uh arcade to get in and ghostbusters spirits unleashed but i've been in the industry for about almost 25 years now and uh worked on quite a few games in the seattle area okay well i have so many questions for both of you and about ghostbusters but i'm going to kind of jump into ghostbusters first of all so you know ghostbusters spirits unleashed this is like a beloved ip you know there have been a lot of games beforehand can you talk about um can you talk, and this is for either of you, can you talk about like adapting, you know, IP to, to this unique new game to make it enjoyable and what that process was like and kind of um, even just how the process started, how you came upon it? Yeah. Uh, so when I joined Ilphonic, um, I still remember the first night that we all met up and and hung out and we were talking about games and, and you know, could we do this uh, IP asymmetrical thing, because F13 was was just out, asymmetrical games weren't very common yet, and we were just throwing out game ideas and, and, and IPs. And um, Predator and Ghostbusters were the first two that really kind of like, well, of course, like this makes sense. And so we started the the long road of talking to the IP holders and pitching them and, and doing all that. And Predator was the first one that we, we got the traction with. Um, but as predator started we started talking to the ghostbusters guys and we we kind of moved it forward as as slow as we could so we could keep the excitement going but we worked on it without starting it for you know i think it was like our first photo was in 2018 of of the ecto one on the lot and so it was it was one of those things where my you know 
me being the the chief creative that gets to you know kind of high level design the games and pitch the games and kind of create a lot of the the different elements of the creative um it was uh it was a, a very important ip to myself because i saw the film in the theater when i was like uh, just i want to say like nine or ten or something like that um and it was so important to me that we we did it and so as we were working on predator i was constantly thinking about like how to make the game and how to make the game better based off of f13 and predator and how we can polish it and how we could do different elements and really the thing that kicked in about three weeks before we launched when the game was done and we were playing it and it wasn't you know we were playing it for fun versus playing it for bugs was it was this kind of weird epiphany that we just took the design of these you know goofy comedians technology and turned it into a video game that the game is actually fun and it worked where it's not just you know laser beaming a, a ghost until it explodes you're 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 catching the ghost and you're bringing it to the trap and the traps capturing in it and and these mechanics that were essentially designed by you know Dan and 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 Harold and and all of the other guys and Ivan back in the '80s before video games were even really a, a thing where you had more more than just like movement mechanics mm -hmm. and then there wasn't multiplayer there wasn't 3D games there wasn't any of these things and it 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 was one of those scenarios where I thought back to when we were pitching it to Ivan and at the end of the call Ivan's like I'm I'm shocked that we haven't made this yet and and it was just all of these things just kind of hit together and it was just like holy crap we made a ghostbusters game so it's for me it's extremely extremely important now sophia you've been on the project for the whole time right the the whole duration can you um so what is your like how did you come on to like your ghostbusters fandom or your ghostbusters um you know, what made you really excited to want to do this project and to like be, yes, Ghostbusters? Uh, I remember watching it as well when I was um, a kid. And I think I, I think I was looking for my um, old VHS and I also had two DVD copies, which I don't know why I had two DVD copies, but I obviously used to really love it to have two. Um, and just like, I just was so excited from like an audio point of view. And I know a lot of the different departments kind of had this like with their own disciplines, but like, from an audio point of view, like the humor drives it. So I knew the dialogue was going to be like a really key thing. And the music is just amazing. But then there's also like those big sound design moments with the particle thrower and like the PKA meter and some of the ghosts, which people just know and recognize like instantly. And just being able to kind of work and with the original sounds and like make something a lot more that works in, in a video game because obviously things have to, you know, the, the mechanics of how things work are different when we put them in there but the general idea is is still the same and going back to the same kind of sound and it was just so exciting for me to kind of get to bring that to life and like Jared was saying playing it when it's all come together at the end is just like you kind of sit back for a moment and you're just like wow it's so cool that we actually managed to like build like an, an immersive world that we've watched as kids and I think you know you can kind of tell that you know you guys all really enjoy playing the game too you know you're super involved with the community like you guys do dev streams and all this and it seems like you're all having a lot of fun which I think you know that comes through um you know it comes through to the fans and comes through to the people who want to play the game and like the game yeah it's extremely important I mean a uh, multiplayer game like this is 
the the community, the fans, um, you know, making sure. I mean, honestly, like when when we when we showed the game in New York for the first time to uh, Ghostbusters, where it's like not only did we have Jason and, and Gil come in, but like, uh, you know, we had some of the actors from the film come and we had a, like Ghostbusters, New York people come in and, and a bunch of podcasters around Ghostbusters came in and them playing it and going, this is the, the, you know, the coolest experience of Ghostbusters that you could do with multiplayer. And it was just like, ah, you know, thank God, you know, it was, it was one of those things where I'm a, I'm a massive Ghostbusters fan and I felt we were doing the right thing. Um, but having, you know the the essential gray suit saying like this is awesome and and being super excited and Jason and Gil pointing at things and going oh my god you did that and you did that that's so cool um it was just that vindication of like we we actually uh we 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 did it and we pulled it off and um i didn't really think we weren't going to but it was more just that matter of like okay i'm not crazy we we did something awesome i mean going to like what sophie and the audio team did like we recorded live orchestra and we we made uh sound alikes with uh all of the stuff so people could stream it but also you know just bringing in um you know all of these other people uh to to make sure that the tone was so perfect was extremely huge and uh i i feel like sophie could easily talk about that yeah i mean that's just like from from a player's perspective i i think like obviously it's a different different making it and kind of having that like dev perspective but from a player's perspective I think being able to kind of hear those callbacks especially with the music so our composure and music director Mark just did like an amazing job with like just kind of trying to integrate the old um like original score but like keeping it up to date and then as well with like video games we have to kind of split apart music and like stem it out so that it's like constantly interesting that's like another challenge but um yeah like it's just it did an awesome job with that and um I think that's one of the main things that that players really engage with like from an audio point of view is the music because it's like everyone knows the everyone knows the theme which we obviously we got the the original theme which is awesome that we can use that but everyone knows that kind of spooky music and and like being able to engage with that really helps you feel part of the like universe of Ghostbusters and oh absolutely Sorry. <laughs> no, you're you're good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think some of the sounds are like so visceral with with, you know, this game too, especially like the ghost sounds. And it's just like, I would love to know more about how kind of, um, you know, you brought that to life. Um, yeah, so the ghosts were really fun, actually, because we love using like um, voice actors and we're really lucky to have such a, you know, to be able to get such a great talent um a voice actors that can so a lot of the voice uh, sorry a lot of the ghost voice acting is uh mainly human and then there's some processing some additional kind of layers of other stuff in there but i think um if you get good material initially with that stuff you're in in a really good spot already um and then just trying to keep it dynamic and split it up so that like there's different sounds with their different attacks which kind of keep you engaged when that stuff's happening in the game um, um, as well as kind of keeping it, you know, all the idling sounds when they're in the distance and that just like setting the tone and, and coming around corners, it gives that suspense, which um, is really important as a player to kind of hear all of that stuff going on. And when, you, when you're when you like hunting for them in the game, you're obviously using your PK meter a lot of the time. And, and that is a good indication of where things are, especially if the ghost is hiding. But 
you're right, the ghost voices themselves is like a really good indicator as well of where stuff's going on. Um, now, so I think Jared, you mentioned a little bit about the Predator game and kind of how you were doing some of the stuff, uh, some of the development work concurrently. Um, can you talk about, you know, anything you may have learned from working on Predator and stuff that you may have changed with, um, you know, working on Ghostbusters? Like, what are some of the lessons that you took from that experience and applied to um, to Ghostbusters? Yeah, I mean, the the biggest the biggest heartbreak of Predator was we had like this was my first like from the ground up of of Ilphonic development game and <laughs> i was a massive predator i am a massive predator fan and so sitting on the the you know the the announce as long as we did i was just like kind of just so excited for it and i'd followed all of these predator fan sites and 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 you know not just kind of watched from a distance and when the game got announced, I saw a lot of them go, oh, they lost me at multiplayer. They lost me at multiplayer only. And it was just so heartbreaking for like me to have such a, a, a good connection and respect for all of these Predator guys and them just like instantly shitting on it. And it was just like, oh, that's so that's so heartbreaking. So what we did with Ghostbusters, like I understood why. I understood that mm -hmm. some people just don't play multiplayer, period. Mm -hmm. And so with Ghostbusters, it was... A, a massive mandate and evolution of the the predator game being uh just a multiplayer game and and you know we had a little bit of story we were able to get arnold into that to to do some audio tapes but it was one of those things where for ghostbusters the entire time i'm like we need to make it so you could play by yourself we mm -hmm. need to make it so you could play offline we need to make it so if you're not a multiplayer person you could play the game and it could still be fun for you. And hopefully as the game uh, uh, becomes more of a second nature to the player, maybe they'll matchmake. Maybe they'll bring in a friend and hunt a ghost. Maybe they'll go and, and kind of mess around with the ghost. But we we did that. And that was huge. That was a huge evolution, I feel, of asymmetrical games. But then when we when we had Arnold... It was so awesome working with him and it was it was just kind of like you know little kidney going like oh my gosh we're, we're working with arnold schwarzenegger that we're like okay if we're doing ghostbusters we have to bring in mm -hmm. whoever we can get and so we got dan and ernie and we we couldn't just do audio tapes so mm -hmm. we 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 did these cinematics and we did the story and we 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 didn't just kind of do like a a little mini story like now that the game's out you know winston gets possessed by a ghost and um there's all of this you know interesting banter and the levity's there and and you know we we had to make this games like funny and so you know that's why we you know we tapped into all of the voice actors that we knew or friends that we knew that you know were you know we felt could be a part of the game and just tried to make it as as great as we could, and that was, you know, definitely the evolution of the company, but also just like the feedback of Predator. And then, you know, our next game will, of course, take all the feedback from Ghostbusters and bring it into the next game. But you know, that's the really cool part about Ilphonic and and the evolution is like, you know, uh, F thirteen it was twenty twenty thirty guys, and then Predator was around thirty more people in the you know predator or ghostbusters is you know roughly 50 60 but like we brought in people like sophia that was able to add this massive level of of audio you know polish and and you know working with 
all of the voice actors to get the best that we can out of them and and just all of these great things and you know that's that's all because of the last game next game will 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 of course evolve even further with it so it's it's uh yeah it's really been exciting and fun one of the neat things I think about um, this Ghostbusters game is that, you know, uh, Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Winston, you know, kind of shuffle, uh, you know, shuffle you into this new, um, into this world. They escort you into it and, you're, you know, they're the first guys you meet. And I think that's, you know, fantastic and so fun as a fan. Um, Sophia, now, so uh, Jared mentioned that he did, like, there were cinematics with it. Did you, like, what was recording with them? Like, you know, what was that process? Like, you know, can you talk about that? Yeah, of course. I mean, they are just like, they're both amazing. Like, they're obviously just unbelievable. And um, I mean, Jared and our writers, James and Elise, did such an amazing job on the script. Honestly, it's like my favorite, probably one of my favorite part of the games is the storyline that goes with it. Um, and, uh, but then they gave the script to like Dan and Ernie, and then they just kind of just took it and made it their own characters. I mean, they've been these characters for like mm -hmm. the last, you know, 40 years or whatever. So, they they know these characters inside and out and they can just put their own little spin on it which no one else would have been able to do um and they're just like i mean as you would expect with people of their caliber of acting they're just like professional to the t so like friendly to work with just like yeah just brilliant it was it was a dream working with them to be honest <laughs> now you've um you've had experience in in film before you mentioned that i think and i um and i'm curious what you know, how is, how's working in film, how's working in that medium different than working in, in this video game space? Because I'm, I'm assuming there are differences. So the, for me, the main difference and the main thing which kind of pulled me towards um, game audio rather than film audio is it's so much more of a collaborative experience. In film, it's very segregated. It's very like, this is your discipline, you know, audio teams right at the end, you don't talk to anyone else. Like you just get, right, here's the film, it's all done do your work on it, send it like to be printed and then it goes to the cinema kind of thing. Um, whereas, you know, I love in games that, you know, we're constantly all of the departments and especially Elphonic, it's such a, you know, tight knit group that it's not just like leads talking to other leads. It's like anyone who needs to talk to someone about an idea or like something new that's going in the game or that it's just like such a community. We will talk to each other about everything going on and it spurs on new ideas and it's just like a real insight into other departments and how they work and it makes you think differently about how you can improve and help others improve and yeah it's just that's for me is the main difference which I think is why I love it comparatively yeah that makes sense um so now now the new DLC it came out about two weeks ago and it was free which you know if, if you play video games that you know, is, is very unusual. You know, we're in a world of microtransactions and, you know, deluxe, deluxe packs <laughs> of games. So can you talk about that and, you know, why it's awesome? Uh, it, it's, I mean, it's a little bit of a, you know, thumbing of the nose of, of, of what's going on right now. I mean, we, what we did with Predator was 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 rad. We you know we we did free maps and we did free content, but then you know we we brought in Predators to kind of you know feed the machine. But you know when we were working on on Ghostbusters, we wanted to make it. We we aimed for a teen rating to allow mm -hmm. kids to be able to play. We we made it non you know. It, Ghostbusters is not a violent film. They're not mm -hmm. getting killed, or or you you don't worry about like the hero is ever 
truly dying. You worried about them getting scared or a monster, you know, coming at them. But like when you watch the film, you never think like, oh no, they're gonna die, and then what's gonna happen? Um, it it's so it's so family friendly that from the ground up, we're like, let's just make it so it's all about the base game. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that people buy the base game, and that's where a majority of the money will come will come from. And then let's support the game uh, for for the time, make it better and make it better, and and then you know hopefully it 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 grows a community that we can you know really just thrive off of people getting you know people to talk their friends into playing with them, and that's where a majority of game stuff comes from. I mm-hmm. think that like the the way that the the world's going is is you know the way that companies are working the their PLs and all that stuff but when we worked on the game and we're like you know do we do microtrans do we do dlc do we do x y and z it was like this is ghostbusters let's let's keep that stuff out of it um you know will will in the future i don't think so but like you know there's there's things where it's like let's support this for Mm-hmm. these seasons and and allow people to get into it to get deeper into it and hopefully they'll they'll talk their friends into playing with them and uh like there's a league that's forming out of it and like that's growing so that's really exciting um the ghostbusters community is is beyond excited about the real ghostbusters content and i'm personally like that was like as soon as we uh figured a way to make it so the shells could be replaced by other other uh items it was like oh my gosh this is so exciting i want real ghostbusters now and i want the hair and i want all those deals and we work really closely with ghost course so they actually um you know we had to have multiple meetings like hey this is yeah. in the is this in, in the you know jason reitman verse and this is like based off of you know uh afterlife time era and all that mm-hmm. how does this make sense it's like well you know, it's it's tertiary canon, and and they'll pick and choose what they want out of it. But like for us, you know, we see the Ghostbusters, uh, you know, as a whole as uh, canon for us to use and and try to pull into. So it's been a uh, it's been really fun. Like we're not even close to being done. Like that's the best part is we're everyone's so excited about DLC one. We have other <laughs> other big drops that are coming that that you know, range in, in something like this, but then we have some really, really cool evolutionary plans for the 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 game as a whole uh, that that I'm very, very excited about. And that'll be coming on in the future as well. So it's it's been a, a little bit crazy because you would expect, oh, you know, so many people I'll pay X for this DLC or I'll pay Y for these characters. And it's like, hey, let's just uh, let's just do this for free and see if you guys are happy. And I feel like we've made a lot of people really happy. Yeah, and I know there. You know, you mentioned the the fan community. There's also um, like there's a modder. I guess maybe modder isn't the right word, but people make um, custom Ghostbusters. I saw. I think the Back to the yeah. Future guys. They made custom, you know, custom folks for their team, and it's just so interesting what folks do. Um, and I know people are super interested in future DLC, um, especially you know the ghosts. I feel like you guys have probably been asked this before, but. Are the Scolari brothers going to be in, you know, future DLC? Can you talk about that? Or I cannot talk about that. Shannon will <laughs> kill me. Um, there will be more ghosts. There will be more maps. There will be more Ghostbusters things. Um, but there will be also big, big improvements and big additions to the the game that are are not uh, currently in the game. That that's going to allow the game to become a lot bigger. Um, the ghosts that were that we're doing, um, you know, we chose to. 
do a lot of our own stuff just to mm -hmm. kind of uh, because it is one of those things where it's an active IP. So yeah. certain ghosts are are in different places and they have different backstories and they have all this other stuff. And we're 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 working really closely once again with with you know Jason and Gil approve all of our stuff. Um, you know Dan Ackroyd approves all the stuff. You know all of our stuff. And and so Ghost Core is very deep in their lore that they've built over the past year. You know you know. <laughs> four decades and so with <laughs> with with us coming in and trying to do what we're doing uh there's always back and forth and so there's always things that we're trying to push for that are what people are are expecting but you know i would say like you know here's here's a big one uh don't expect to fight a state puff marshmallow man you know for example <laughs> so uh you know there's a lot of fan requests but there's a lot of things that we just um, aren't able to do because it doesn't make sense for the game, but there's also things that we're not able to do just because there's other plans for that stuff, or there's a a, a, a history timeline that doesn't make sense for it to work in our in our universe. Now, um, you know, can you talk at all about? So we've talked about Ghostbusters. Can you talk about any future um, games that you're working on outside of Ghostbusters, or is that you know what's Man. You sound like my devs sound like, I mean, <laughs> right now we're really focused on, um, arcade again. Yeah. And we're still working on that and we're focused on, on the evolution of, of Ghostbusters and, and, and bringing it to be a, a bigger thing. And, um, there, <laughs> there are other games. There's like, uh, a secret document that myself and, and Chuck, the CEO have that we're, banging out different IPs or different game ideas or different things. But right now there, there, there really hasn't been much movement on what that next thing is because we really want to make sure that Ghostbusters is in the best place. Uh, and we evolve that in arcade over the next year. So um, there will definitely be another game. Um, and we'll definitely talk to you probably in a year or two. Uh, <laughs> um, but right now it's, it's a big focus on Ghostbusters and, you know, me being, such a big Ghostbusters fan. It's it's kind of exciting to kind of, you know, make it better uh, month after month. Okay, my last question for both of you to kind of close out things. So when you guys play, do you play as a ghost or the Ghostbuster? Um, and if you play as the ghost, what type of ghost is your favorite? Ooh, I'll let you go, question. Sophia. <laughs> I really suck at playing as the ghost. I'll be honest with you. I really suck at it. Some people are so clever. Like they can just, and I've just not got that like speed. So I play as a buster more regularly. Um, but if I do play as a ghost, then Ghoulie is my favorite. I think he's Ooh. really awesome. Yeah. And it I depends think. on my mood, honestly. <laughs> um, usually when we play test, we, we, we inherently hit random and it depends on who I'm playing with. If I'm playing with like uh, my, my, my design director, Jordan, I like to play as a ghost just because I like to beat up on him. Um, because it is just one, like playing as a ghost is just so much to be just a jerk. And, and it's, and, and that's why I feel like this game, you know, just inherently worked so well with Ghostbusters is like all of the ghosts in the movie are, you know, mischievous and, and, you know, jerks and messing with things. They're not, tr you know, picking up a knife and trying to stab anyone yeah. They're They're just being jerks. And so that's, that's kind of the, the great part of like, when we started working on the game, it's like, well, what are the ghosts doing? The ghosts are haunting the building. Well, why? Cause they want to haunt the building. And it's like, Oh, okay. Why are the <laughs> ghostbusters there? Well, they need to trap the ghost. And it's just like, so cut and dry what you do. Um, but then as a Ghostbuster, like as the Ghostbusters technology and DLC that we're adding is, is evolving in Ghostbuster, it's always 
so fun to come back to the Ghostbusters room like, oh shit, I forgot about this. Or, you know, just playing dress up with my character, like I'm gonna make it look like, you know, Marty McFly today or or just different things like that. And and so it is one of those things where it really depends on my mood of which what what I'm gonna do. But if if we talk about like what ghost I like to play as, I love playing as the Drake, because he's just like this evil, you know, ghost dragon and I and I just love all of his alts and, and he's super fun to play, but also I just I, I just like the look of him. And then, you know, uh as 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 we get the other DLC, like there's a there's there's two other ghosts that I love, I love, love, love. Um that'll be really awesome for people to to play and check out. Oh, people have to keep, uh, you know, keep their eyes peeled for it. Oh, um, yeah. Well, thank you both for being here. Um, you know, it's it's been a pleasure and I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. You can find the companion article for this podcast, along with all the other news for those who like superheroes, science fiction and fantasy films, TV shows and other media at thecosmiccircus.com. Have a great day.